0: God in his incredible love created us in his image and likeness to be filled with goodness, love, and to share that with others. And yet we know our experience as human beings all the way back in the book of Genesis when the fall of Adam and Eve happened because they had to make a choice, be obedient to God or not. Same thing with Lucifer, Satan, and all the angels had to decide whether they wanted to follow God's plan and will for their lives or whether they wanted to do their own thing. And we know, of course, how the story unfolds, not just a story of a makeup story, but a real story, that is, a real experience of Satan, the most blessed and gift, if you will, the most intellectually capable. He chose not to love and serve God. I will not serve. I will not follow, essentially, God's plan and will. Why? Selfish ambition. Adam and Eve were deceived by the evil one, as we know, and they had to make a choice. God understood that they were not as bright as Satan, so Satan's much more clever than our greatest cleverness. He's much more astute in knowing just for the right moment to tempt us when we are weak. And, of course, we know that he tempts Adam and Eve. Ah, you can eat from the tree of good and evil. In other words, you can know yourself what God knows. So rather than being obedient to what God's plan was for their life, they chose, of course, to give in to sin. And then, of course, we know what happened from there. God's great desire for us, as we look at the scriptures for today, hopefully as a deepening understanding of the nature of evil, the nature of wickedness. We heard in our first reading today from the Book of Wisdom. The wicked says let us beset the just man because he is obnoxious to us. He sets himself against our doings. Why? Because their doings were in opposition to God's plan. In the world we live in today and through the generations, it has been this battle of good and evil and we as human beings find ourselves in the middle of the mess, but not alone. And with the more powerful God, even over Satan. We heard in our second reading today from the book of James Beloved, where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil foul practice. Is there any disorder and foul practice in the world we live in today? We don't have to look far. We see signs of it in so many levels in the world we live in today. And so what we need to do is to not be discouraged by the evil that is around us, but draw ever more closely to the heart of God himself to listen intently how it is we find our way through the battles so as not to be deceived by the ones who are brighter than us, Satan and the fallen angels sometimes called the demons. The demons want to convince us that they really don't exist. They also want to convince us that we should be absolutely terrified of them. And they want to tempt us to give in to everything we want that's based on our pleasures. St. James describes it so beautifully. Where do wars and where do conflicts among you come from? Is it not your passions that make war within your members? Passions are our desires. Thanks be to God, we've been blessed with good desires, godly desires. That's why hopefully you're here today. You want to do the right thing. But we also know we have these broken desires, and it often goes to our lowest common denominators as human beings, and that's our passions, our desires. And how easy it is to give in to some broken desire, whether it's of the flesh, of our ego, like selfish ambition, for example, or other ways that we are tempted, not only by the demons, but also it can be we can be deceived ourselves into thinking if we cooperate with the demons, we will have supernatural capacities that God doesn't want to give to us. That's where witchcraft and all these sorts of things come in. It's a miscued understanding and an accessing of things that are not properly ours as human beings. But what is properly ours is something even greater. We are made in the image and likeness of God. That's why Satan and the demons are so envious of us, because we have been so incredibly blessed. And God extends to us the beautiful gift of mercy because he realized we are easily deceived. So when we fall, when we sin, when we give into a disordered passion or desire to not beat ourselves up, but rather to run to our loving Father and say, Father, forgive me. Go to confession so that we can be set free from the bondage of sin and be strengthened are resolved to let all of our passions be governed by reason. What's the reasonable thing to do? And in the world today, there's so much struggle even about making reasonable decisions, which we can know even from nature itself. And so we can see the disordered, the confusion. We can see the conflict on so many levels, whether it's between World on the worldly level, the government levels of throughout the world, religious levels, can be in our families, in our workplaces, and our relationships. There's so much division today, and division that is not of God is diabolic. Diabolic, the word, comes to divide. Why are there so many wars? Why is there so much division? Why is there so much animosity and anger and all this expression floating around all over the place today in the world we live in? And now with social media can be spread so easily, so quickly, get people all stirred up on all kinds of things. It's hard to see what is true. But God knows what is true. God has revealed to us what is true about ourselves. We are created in his image likeness. He comes to save us from our sins, to give us everything we need through the supernatural gifts and the supernatural virtues that enable us to rise above the complexities of this world and to step forward as confident Catholic leaders. Not just me as a bishop, Every single one of us are given the graces we need to live and to flourish in God. And we need to pray for those who lead us and guide us, those who make decisions in the world we live in, that we can see the truth where there is foul play. For St. James says, But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits without inconstancy or insincerity. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace for those who cultivate peace. My brothers and sisters, let's pray for peace in the world. Let's pray for the peace of God to settle into our hearts if we're unsettled, into our mind if we're anxious, into our whole being in the perplexing, confusing, divisive world we live in today, that we as Catholics walk as confident Catholic leaders, knowing that God is with us. God will enlighten us. He already has revealed himself fully through the scriptures and tradition. And as we come to know that and to love that and to live that more fully in our life, it rightly sets everything else because the world as we know it is passing away, which was long predicted many, many years ago. I'm not all suggesting that I have some sort of insight into the last moment, but Jesus himself knows he was the beginning of the end times. And the battle is fierce and it will grow more fierce But the powers of good are always stronger than the power of evil, and evil will flee when the power of good is brought to the forefront. Let's pray for the courage to live in humility and charity, patiently suffering, but to be able to see the truth, to see where there's foul play, to see where there's ambition, and where there's all disorder, so that we can walk through At times, what are the dark valleys with the confidence of our great God? The victory is won. The battle continues. Let us never be discouraged. Let us fight with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind to love God and others as God will enable us and desires us to receive from Him and to walk into this world with confidence, letting the fears and the anxieties be cast where they belong, and the light of love to lead our days.